0: Two, three, four. Guten morgen mein bruten Isch western. this is our 16th episode I count them 16 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 11 12 13 14 15 16th episode of the good morning guys podcast and possibly the tenth time that a certain guy whose name rhymes with Lonnie We'll have denied destiny and broken our hearts again. But let's save that for later. Thank you for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I'm one of your hosts, the one and only Brazilian mountaineer Lucas Ham. Also with me to my left, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, Patrick Novosel. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you for that third ho. I was getting a little worried. Does
1: anyone does anyone know where that originated? Why does he say ho ho? Because ho? he's jolly.
0: Is it? Yeah, and if you say but, but the... if you say ha ha ha, that that sounds a little crazy, like to make like fun of people. Then. Yeah, he does, especially when he breaks into your house. You don't want to laugh at people.
2: Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> also
0: to my left are resident renegade who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hello. And last, but certainly not least, a man with music in his heart and Dr. Who on his brain, a Mark Boucher.
2: I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. Oh, hi, hi. Didn't see you there. And
0: I... Oh, come on, man. I was going to do backup singing for you. Why'd you stop? (laughs) All right. If this is your first time joining us, well, welcome to the show. If it's not your first time joining us, this is about the same every week. It really flies off the handles within the first five seconds. We no still can't me, believe you're listening. Yes, we still can't believe you're listening, but thanks for being here. Hey, shout-outs to start out to Jesus. We celebrated his birthday yesterday. shout Thank out, Jesus. Shout-out, baby Jesus. Speaking of, do you know that at some point in my childhood, my parents started writing out some of my presents from baby Jesus? Do you know how weird that was to get presents from baby Jesus?
1: Wait a it says to Lucas from Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus, Jesus
0: yes. <laughs> I don't just think, I don't that think that's how
1: that works at so all. So did <laughs> like did baby Jesus did he come into your house and just like leave presents?
0: I mean, I'll tell you that. Is
1: that how what how did they how did they like say that? I mean, it,
0: they didn't say it. They just wrote that? it. And I was like, thanks, parents. I mean
1: <laughs> gotta leave the
2: manna and mean? wine for baby Jesus.
1: <laughs> yep. So did <laughs> but, you have like a little, little a little like confusion? Like, so Santa is baby Jesus.
0: <laughs> no, like baby Jesus was in the so wasn't Santa Claus's no bag, help? and then Je- Santa Claus opened up the bag, and then baby Jesus came out, and he gave him the present. Oh, oh, say- yeah! You don't want to put a baby in a bag. What are you talking? <laughs> no, they they cut holes in the bag. Oh man, this is going downhill so fast. <laughs> I really, I really, I was really old enough to know better, so it didn't go too far. But I always thought that was funny that. Sometimes my dad would just write "Baby Jesus" we for go whatever from reason, like, just in case I forgot whose birthday it was. <laughs> we go from but like anywho. a Finkel,
2: we go from like a Finkel is Einhorn moment to child endangerment. That was those great, guys. I know, right?
0: <laughs>
1: finkel is Einhorn. You want to hear something funny? <laughs>
3: is Fantastic. when I was a young kid and I learned that Christmas was Jesus's birthday. My first thought was. Well who's Santa then? Like who's this Santa guy then? <laughs> What's Santa got is Jesus' do with this? birthday. What is
0: this guy doing? Why are we talking about Santa? <laughs> All right. We better we better cut that off soon. We're we're giving spoilers to our topic of the show. Uh, besides shouting out to Jesus and Santa Claus, who is an imposter apparently. Uh, we do have we do have now nine reviews on iTunes. So <gasps> Whoa, we are approaching nine? We are approaching nine? ten reviews, Whoa. people. We got a review from my buddy Jason Neptune, a student at PACA, where my wife uh, Mindy teaches. And he wrote this little review for us. Super fun to listen to is how he started it. I just really enjoy this podcast and find myself listening to it when I'm doing homework or even playing games. And it's even cooler to know that I have personally met and talked to Mr. Swish. That's me, just in case there's those who don't know my last name is Swisher. Funny story. Little interjection. I did not allow the students to call me Mr. Swisher, and Mr. Swish was one of those options. Uh, He went on to say, it's just super fun, and I will definitely be listening to this as long as you keep making them. Keep up the good work. And then a little smiley face. Hey, Jason. Thanks so much for that nice message. We are one step closer to Mark doing something crazy. And if you want to find out what it is, we need that 10th listener to give us a nice old review on that iTunes we only need one more for Mark to do something crazy. You, you should then, do
1: it. So, totally who was it. that? Was it J- Jason Momoa? Who was yeah, was Jason that?
0: Momoa, exactly. freaking Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman, yes. freaking Aquaman! He <laughs> found out how big of a how big of a DC fanboy Mark was, and he was like, "I gotta leave me an iTunes review for that buddy. <laughs> <laughs> for that buddy of mine." Beyond that. Uh, Shout out to Patrick and his show notes. We need to point out that for quite a few episodes now, Patrick has been including show notes with timestamps and all those nice things. Uh, And it includes, uh, like I said, our contact info, it includes uh, timestamps. So, you know where to jump in and out of in the episode, wherever you see fit, you can, if you wrote in a question, you can see where your question was asked. If you want to just focus on the topic of the show, you can go to the topic of the show. If you want to hear About the latest from uh, Ronnie's volleyball volleyball career, you can jump right to it. Uh, And so, check out those show notes. It's I think in all the podcast formats have the show notes, right? Or is it just iTunes? It does, yeah. Yeah. No, Patrick's Patrick's the man. He's a man of great detail and great timestamp master editing. The timestamp master. He mastered in timestamps. Um. And then finally, hey, keep in contact with us through Twitter. We have almost 600 followers now. I think we're up to 575. Some of them might not speak English, but that's okay. We don't judge. You can speak we any English. We barely speak English anyway. Exactly. We're an international podcast. What
2: are words? As long as you can understand us, that's the important part.
0: Or as long as you can pretend like you understand us and just <laughs> yeah, smile I and guess, wave. I guess that's true. <laughs> and then we're also on Discord. We're quickly approaching... 20 members in the Discord, and I have a feeling in 2019 that's going to quadruple, at least. I have good feelings about 2019. And then finally, you can contact us. Good morning, the Good Morning Guys at gmail.com, and please call us anytime. 929 GMG Guys. I think we've gotten one or two voicemails, but I don't know if we have the preparation or know how to cue those up on the show. So maybe in the future. We'll post a voicemail or two on the show. Sound good?
2: Sounds great.
3: If you call within the next ten minutes, Mark Boucher will personally answer your phone call on air. That is, that is absolutely
2: incorrect. That is <laughs> fake news.
1: If you call now after listening to this in three days,
0: <laughs> you will You're get a business signal. The issue with facts. That is correct. Either way. It'll be so good if you give us a call. Speaking of something good, Mark, tell us something good besides the most obvious of what's been going on in our lives since that may or may not be the topic of the show. How's it going, buddy?
2: It's going all right, man. It's been a it's been an interesting week and I'm going to try my best to avoid anything that I did involving a certain holiday of the year. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did do some other things besides that. Type of stuff, um, so um, I'll start. Actually, start out with gaming news first. So I beat God of War last week. Uh, yes. Nice. So God Woo-hoo. of War was awesome. It's a great, great game. Um, I may be giving it away for what I thought of the game for our, you know, spoiler cast that we might be doing mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I very much enjoyed the game. Very much enjoyed the story. Um, was bummed when it was over. Uh, I know, right? But uh, yeah, I had a great time with it. Uh, so next game on the uh, on the backlog list is uh, is Shadow of the Tomb Raider, for for sure, which I have not started just yet because of certain other activities that have gotten in the way of that. Um, but uh, that'll be next on the list to take care of. Um, so last week I actually saw Two movies uh, I went on Thursday night With my wife to go see Aquaman Speaking of mm-hmm. Jason Momoa uh, and, and that Thanks movie Thanks again for
0: the uh, Review Jason You're the best
2: <laughs> Yes yes, and I very much enjoy your Haka dances um, mm-hmm. But uh, this was a phenomenal movie you. <laughs> Did you just say God bless
0: you <laughs> yeah, didn't you this a sneeze dance? No <laughs> a dance. I know I'm just kidding carry on. <laughs> um but uh yeah,
2: Aquaman was a great movie. Uh very much enjoyed the story. Um you know, it was it was definitely a uh the hit that DC needed. Um who would ever have thought that I would be going to not only see an Aquaman movie but that it is number one in the box office currently. Uh, Aquaman has been nothing but made fun of for for quite some time because he's like, oh, he could talk to fish. What else is his superpowers? Well, there's there's a lot more to that story. And, and now I to be
0: fair, I'm pretty sure a lot of the blame for him being made fun of back in the day is the awful outfit he wore with the orange shirt and the tight green pants and the the blonde. Hair. And he was just the old Aquaman, is what a lot of people know. I will so, not.
2: It. Dreamboat. <laughs> I yeah. will not disagree with that 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 point. Um, although there have been other iterations besides uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman that have been pretty awesome. Uh, I would recommend any of the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited episodes with Aquaman. Uh, they do a great job with him. But. Uh, they did an awesome job with the movie itself and all of the characters uh, and the story itself. It was very much something that DC needed. Uh, how many, how many that,
0: stars would you give it out of uh, 27 35. and a half? All right, fine, 35. <laughs> out
2: of 35, <laughs> I would give it a solid 24.
0: Um, all right. Oh,
1: that's, that's not that's not, good. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. That's not good.
0: Let's see. That's like that's like sixty-seven no. percent. Uh, no,
2: maybe no. I would give it a, out of five stores. Stores it's five what, stores. stores. <laughs> <laughs> it's if we, out every. had Walmart, out of five Target, GameStop, yes
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll give it three. I'm gonna give games. it
2: three Bath and Body Works out of no.
0: I'm kidding. Uh,
2: three <laughs> and a
0: half smiley faces. Your review smells very nice.
2: A little too nice. Um, no, three, three. Wow, I can't. I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. Are you gonna review it or I'm gonna give it four no, out I of five should...
0: stars. I think we should keep making up ratings. first <laughs> <The next laughs> up is how many turkey legs would you give it?
2: Um, I'm gonna give it four out of five stars. Uh, it was it wasn't the best movie wow. ever, but they did a great job with it. Um, and the special effects nice. in it were awesome. Um, I very much hope there's a sequel, although I have no idea. I mean, it's, it's making good ground in terms of box office, um, but I just don't know if they're going to make a sequel. They, they, you know, they put it out because it's in the pipeline along with Wonder Woman 84 and Shazam because um, those movies are already in production. Uh, or finished production. So, but I don't
0: know post-production, what Post-production, as some would call it.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman 84 actually just finished production. So they are now in post-production. Um, but, uh, so I don't know what WB and DC are going to do at this point. I have no idea. Um, but it was a good movie. And my wife and I both enjoyed it. And we actually, we had no idea that my, uh, that my, My sister and her kids were going to be there uh, that night. So we actually ended up sitting with them and watching the movie together, which was great. And then Friday Friday night, I went with a friend of mine to go see uh, Aqua. Sorry, you're going to have to edit this out. This is awful. No, you're not.
0: Keep going. You saw Aquaman too. You went to see Aquaman? I saw it <laughs> twice. How many How many stars would you give it out of 27 and a half stars?
3: How many stars a second time?
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. I
2: went to see Bumblebee on Friday night. Oh yeah, night. Bumblebee Tuna. I like that movie. <laughs> no, I went to see the Transformers Bumblebee, which nice. was was actually really good it was very much what that franchise needed it was um, set in the 80s right it was it was, it was yes de- oh,
0: can't
1: go wrong with that i didn't know it was actually in the past
2: yeah, yeah it's a prequel to all the horribleness of the bay movies but um uh,
1: they weren't all horrible okay well the, the first, first one was
2: good the rest were meh.
0: come on uh, the second one were optimus prime I believe Optimus Prize, Optimus Prime gets a rocket backpack and flies around and does crazy stuff. That was fun.
2: That's probably the only cool part of that movie. And then the <laughs> third
0: one, Leonard Nimoy's the bad guy. Spoilers. That's Rest
2: in peace, too. Leonard Nimoy.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, but no, he's up there Bum- hanging out with Stanley. They're buddies.
2: Excelsior! Yes, um, but uh, no, Bumblebee was a great movie. Had a great soundtrack. It's all 80s music, which, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I love 80s music. And it had a great selection, uh, great 80s references. Um, had a lot of the original designs for the 80s Transformers, which was awesome. Nice. Um, and and just the overall story was, was good. All the actors in the movie were, were great. So it was nice to see... Uh, two movies from franchises that have been suffering as of late hit some out of the park. Um, so yeah. that was that was definitely an awesome thing. Um, and
0: wait, real quick, how many stars for Bumblebee? Tuna?
1: How many bumblebees <laughs> would you give?
0: I will give.
2: I will give four and a half all sparks out of five.
0: Oh, all right. That's a pretty good score. Yeah. That's better than Aquaman. It's
2: your story. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Interesting.
3: I got a serious question. We're going back to Aquaman. What are his other powers other than being able to talk to fish?
0: He can swim faster than uh, that Olympian guy.
2: This is true. Michael Phelps?
0: Yes. <laughs> Michael Phelps. I doubt it.
3: I doubt it. Have you ever seen Michael Phelps in the water?
0: Yes, I have. I've um, swam with him. He has swam the... With him. <laughs> Swam with him. No, he trains in he Brazil. Swam. And... That's right. Swam. What are words? What are yeah, words? <laughs> yeah, right. well, swim, swam, swam. Wait, I got to say it. Swim, swam, swam. Yes, swam. with swammy. Hold on a second. Swum is a word? That's
1: Samsonite. Samsonite. It's I'm swim, swim it swam,
0: swum. You look it up. It's for real. Fact, fact check. Hey, remember that time
2: when Ronnie asked a question?
0: <laughs> it wasn't serious. He said it was serious and he wanted to know the powers of oxygen. It was a serious participle of swim.
1: Uh, Swum. I don't think I've ever used swum. With use? Swum. Swum. It's all right. You guys
0: have. You guys have said like is have s- went like f- every episode. The first that article <laughs> is,
1: is swum a real word. Okay. <laughs> yes.
0: <that's> true. <laughs> I mean, it does sound funny. I think so. Sometimes I even still I doubt myself, but yeah, swum. So, anyways, back to Aquaman and his powers of.
2: Okay, so he does water. more than communicate with with fish. Uh, he, he also has the ability Wait, to... Wait, now,
0: when you say communicate with fish, can he communicate with porpoises? Yes. Porpie? Porpoise? Porpoise? Porpeye. Porpeye? Those aren't fish. So he can communicate with all sea creatures then.
2: Yes, that is correct. He can not only communicate with them, he can command them as well. Um, what if I'm fish.
0: underwater? Can he Can he communicate with me?
2: Yes, he can.
3: Can he control Lucas underwater?
1: No, that that's not how his powers work.
3: Does he have to be in the
0: water to control Lucas?
2: No.
1: No, he
3: doesn't. Is he completely useless out of water?
0: No, he is not. Can he Does he have to hold his breath when he's out of water? No.
3: Does he have to hold his breath underwater?
0: No.
1: Does he have gills? No. (laughs) How does he breathe underwater?
2: Blowhole. So (laughs) wow. (laughs) Does he I don't even know what to do. Like, what are we even recording the podcast anymore? Yes, we totally are. Oh, man.
0: We, okay. we want to educate our listeners on the wonders of Aquaman. So, if you would let me say. Oh, so, right. You're supposed to tell us the powers, <laughs> not just the Atl-
2: Atlanteans have a particular physiology in which they're able to breathe underwater and. Um, specifically, highborn, uh, because they—it's their lineages in their DNA, I suppose. Um, all those who are highborn, meaning like
1: royalty and stuff like
0: that, oh, okay. have That's the ability. Like, say no you, to drugs, kind of thing.
2: So no, not the, that uh, kind peon, of high. The
1: peons and the uh, common folk can't do that. That is correct. They can Jeez.
2: only exist underwater. Um, Seems to be
0: them. Yeah.
2: The, so what you're saying
3: is Aquaman is basically Kevin Costner from Waterworld, except underwater.
2: except much better, and he doesn't drink his own pee.
3: Um, Nobody's better than Kevin Costner. You better watch him now.
0: <laughs> hey, that's a superpower. That's a superpower that Kevin Costner has, being able to drink his own pee.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, it's but, like spinach what what for Popeye.
1: No, it's not the same. <laughs>
2: Does he not does does Kevin Costner not in Waterworld pee in something and like purify his own pee to drink it as water? Does he not do that?
3: I got to be honest, I must have missed that part apparently where he's drinking his own urine. I believe that's in Dodgeball. That's their coach. I'm
2: I'm going to look it up after the podcast. But
0: those are those are difficult movies to confuse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you Same can dodge, dodge a fish.
0: Premise. If you can dodge a fish, you can dodge a <laughs> wrench. And a ball.
2: Okay.
3: So realistically though, Aquaman could just have like just a whole school of sharks. Just yeah. attack whatever he wants. Absolutely. I, mean, really?
0: in I mean, fact, is, isn't he, he the one that started Sharknado? Isn't that where Sharknado yeah. came from?
2: Uh, he may or may not have been involved in that. I have no idea, okay. but awesome. he has the ability to manipulate water as well. And to be able to use it as both offense and defense when fighting. Um, and obviously, and he has some, uh, invulnerability as well. His physiology makes him, uh, slightly invulnerable, especially to, uh, land weapons. Like, they call him surface dweller weapons. So, um,
1: yeah. He's invulnerable invulner- to surface dweller weapons?
2: Yeah, like, for example, he, uh, uh, I guess this isn't really a spoiler. He gets attacked with these knives from a certain character and they do absolutely yeah. nothing to him. Uh, he gets shot with a bazooka uh, and he's okay. he's he's down on the ground for a little bit, but he's essentially fine. But it's Atlantean weapons that actually have an effect on him because of the material that they're made out of, I guess. Um, okay. Yeah.
1: Kind of like uh, Superman with uh, Kryptonite.
2: Correct. Yes. That's okay. exactly what right. I was thinking great right.
0: lines thinking
2: alike got it so um but yeah i would encourage you for any other stuff that aquaman can do to go see the movie because it's awesome um so uh i think that is pretty much my week at a glance in terms of what is non i'm gonna say the word christmas non-topic
0: oh whoa <laughs> hey <laughs> Oh, oh, you everything. didn't hear that. You
2: didn't hear that at ruined all. Ruined the surprise. <laughs> they had no idea.
3: <laughs>
2: all right, so, Ronnie, how was your week?
3: My week was pretty good, actually. I um, spent some time with family for That's a good. reason. That's definitely good. And uh, had a really good time with that. Other than that, I uh, <clears throat> watched a particular movie this week. Oh, don't do that to me. Super and that movie trippers. was The Wedding Singer. <laughs>
0: there are no if words.
3: If that, you understand why I watched that again for the 45th no time. No words. And speaking of 80s, that's a great movie based back in the 80s. The music in that movie, awesome.
0: For sure. That the is whole a good way movie.
3: Through. Um, but yeah, yep. I did not watch Superman. Wow. we're tell you.
0: We're so surprised. For the 10th week in a row... <clears throat> Superman not, was not watched yeah, by one Ronnie Johansson. i has what I've
1: watched two
3: seasons of Seinfeld already.
0: Oh, man. She is showing <laughs> oh, you man. up, Ronnie.
3: I got to be honest with you. That gives me more incentive than you guys are giving me. Yeah. That well, Ash Michelle is pretty much calling me out on our Discord channel. So I need to get on that. Obviously, she's putting in some yeah, serious time. Right. Although, I would watch two seasons of Seinfeld before I would want to watch a Superman movie.
0: You don't even know what you're missing. Yeah. You just stop talking. Right now, it's Scotland 1.0 ronnie zero yeah but there is there <laughs> you're is against the, no whole country, the whole country the whole country's beating your pants
3: <laughs> there's no chance the superman movie is going to be as good as a season of seinfeld
0: mm. you won't know until mm. you watch
3: tough. That's, that's 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 tough, tough to uh,
1: that's a tough to you know compare that's
2: comparing apples and kryptonite
3: i feel like it's not tough at all there's just no way But other than that, uh, nothing really that interesting happened out of the ordinary for me this week. Uh, I am off work all week this week, which is awesome. And um, the reason I was late today is because I was at Skyline eating cheese counties, and they were awesome. But other than that, that's pretty much been my week. No volleyball. So I uh, had a pretty boring week. I'll uh, I'll throw it to Patrick. Well, uh, other than uh, Boxing Day...
1: Nothing really has <laughs> happened this past week. Um, I'll, I'll, oh, I um, my credit card got hacked. No. Uh, last, last week. That's no way. Yeah. Um, I was at work on uh, Friday, and my wife calls me. She's like, did you buy something from Best Buy? And I'm like, no. So she's like, I got a fraud alert from PNC Bank saying, hey, you know, we got to We got a fraud alert. Did you buy this? So, you know, we hit no, we got the uh, whole credit card canceled. They're going to send us new credit cards and, you know, the, the, uh, the purchase was taken care of. um, So we don't have to owe that, you know, since it was all fraud and everything. Um, So that kind of sucks because a lot of stuff on our credit card, um, you know, is, is set on, you know, all of our subscriptions, um, some of our bills are set up under our credit card. So, um, I have to re have to go onto all these websites and, and reset all that to, to the new credit card number. Uh, so that's just going to be pretty annoying. Um, so fast forward to Monday and, uh, which is Christmas Eve and my, me and my daughter, were watching a movie and, um, FedEx guy comes over and he drops off uh, a package and we grab it, put it on the counter. And my wife had just ordered some coffee. So um, my daughter and I, we go back into the living room and we're just hanging out. And my wife wakes up from her nap and she's like, oh, okay, what's this? And I was like, I don't know. It's your coffee. Um, I didn't open it because I I know that, you know, when people get mail, they like to open up their own mail. So Mm -hmm. I didn't open it. Um, and she opened, she looked at it. She's like, uh, this isn't my coffee. And I'm like, uh, what is it? And she's like, this is from Best Buy. And I was like, what is this Best Buy? And she says, she's like, yeah. I was like, who's it addressed to? And she's like me. Um, I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, I didn't buy anything. And then, you know, it kind of registered with me like, oh yeah, this is, is this, is this what the fraudster had, had purchased? so open it up yeah and it was from best buy and it was an xbox one x fallout 76 bundle Whoa, all <laughs> right. hey. and i already have an xbox one x so i'm like uh what do i what do i do with this and uh about five minutes later after it was uh received my wife gets a call from FedEx and she's like, "Hey, uh did you request a um a return or a uh, an alter- alternate address uh to send your package to?" And we're like, "Uh no." The so what probably happened was a froster was trying to reroute this package that was sent to our house to wherever they are. And so um so she told them that uh, no, this is this is fraud. You know, um, don't reroute it. I don't know how what they were gonna do if they were gonna do anything like contact this fraudster or get the address. I don't know what their what their standard rules are. Um, so uh, we contacted our bank, and our bank said that we just need to take care of it on our end as far as a credit card. You know, fill out some paperwork, um, mm-hmm. but uh, it is up to us. To contact Best Buy on how to return it. So right now I'm in. Uh, I'm. I need to make a decision. Do I contact Best Buy like, hey, I have this merchandise that I got from uh, the, this fraud, this fraudster, or do I keep it? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it because our credit card is canceled, and we don't have a receipt. Like I don't know what to do with this thing. What am I supposed to do? I'm in a. Huh. I'm in a conundrum. <clears throat>
3: I'm just glad you didn't notice the Sonos system like a couple weeks ago on there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at least you're
0: smart enough to send it to your house right away instead of sending it to Patrick's house first.
1: I know. Why couldn't it have been something like uh, like a Switch or something I don't have? (laughs) Jeez. I mean, if
2: you don't have any use for it, no, I'm just kidding. You, you do what yeah. you need
1: to
0: so, do. I mean, there are there are um, poor missionaries in Brazil that really want to play Fallout seventy six. I've heard, of, I've heard <laughs> of them. No, just kidding. Yeah.
1: Well, we tried to call Best Buy and Best Buy. Um, uh, it's you know they're super super busy right now. You know, the day after Boxing Day, uh, they're really you know slammed. So. Um, so what, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna wait until we get the fraud paperwork, and then we'll figure out what to do with this.
3: What do you this mean by no. Boxing Day? Was like did Tyson have like a big fight or something yesterday? I don't
1: know. That's it's a it's a um I think it's a South American kind of holiday. I'm pretty hmm. pretty sure that oh, or yeah, Australia. For sure.
0: Australian, <laughs> they have great holidays.
2: And the UK, the UK also celebrates it.
1: That's so that's a something crazy. Kind of sucks, you know. I have to go go through all that credit card reorganization kind of thing. So kind of frustrated with that, but. Oh well, you know, things happen. Um, on the gaming front, been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I am going to chase the plat. I'm going to go after it. Do I have finished it. that. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I know it's 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 one of those games. I mean, I play this game for probably close to 150 200 hours. You know, pretty much any any time I have, I'm playing Red Dead. Um it is just a, it is it's just, I can't get out of the world. You know, it's just sucking me back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been playing that. And then, then I've pl- been playing a little bit of overwatch, getting those loot boxes. Um, I now have 100 loot boxes.
0: Oh, yeah, is. Is. bring on the dad jokes.
1: So, uh, so this coming uh, new year's, I will be streaming 100 uh, unboxing of those loot boxes and each loot box that I open, I'm going to be telling a dad joke, and I have all the dad jokes queued up and ready to go.
0: Dude, that's awesome! So, Good stuff, man. Yeah,
1: I'll be doing that uh, 1 p.m. on New Year's Day. So come and hang out, chat, do whatever. Enjoy. How long fun. do you think that's
3: going to take to get through a hundred dad jokes? Oh, What's your idea? I'm,
1: th- I'm thinking it's going to take like two hours. You know, if I would say, if I say, you know, one loot box and one dad joke every minute. Minute and a half, I would say maybe two hours. You know, some dad jokes are, you know, all these dad jokes are short. You know, they're not, none of them are walks, none of them are stories. They're just, you know, one liners, you know, question answer kind of thing. So it's not going to take very long at all um, for each dad joke. However, I have 100 of them. So I think the longest it's going to take is, to, is just opening up the loot boxes and, and looking at what I'm going to be getting. Cool. So yeah. That is me, Lucas. Yes sir. How was your week?
0: Man, my week. Well, it was not as crazy. Well, no, maybe it was a little crazy. No, it wasn't that crazy. I did not have any uh any anybody getting to my credit cards and nobody definitely nobody sent me an Xbox or any kind of electronics in the mail. Um I I will say that, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised as honest as you could be. You know, it would definitely be good to make a good effort to be honest. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, "Well, nothing we can do about it," especially with no receipt and all that kind of stuff. Out, you you might have yourself an opportunity to give a an extra present to someone or donate something or I don't know, extend extra life and do some kind of drawing or, or something. Giveaway yeah, or something, sure. yeah. Right. Yeah, if so, you get stuck with
3: it, if you get stuck with it, I'm definitely willing to chip in for like a giveaway or something.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. But uh, on this side of the hemisphere, in the southern hemisphere, um, other than the obvious uh, event that's been going on that we've all slightly discussed and worked our way around, uh, I've been doing I a couple that. things. Uh, I started, and I think I talked about last week. Uh, starting the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. So started working my way through Phase 1, and then this past week I finished uh, the rest of Phase 1. I'd started it the week before, and then this past week I watched Thor, Captain America, and I watched The Avengers. And I would say that after watching the first phase, I am even more pumped to watch the rest of the phases And once I finish watching all these movies, I'm pretty sure we're going to finish in January or February, a little earlier than I wanted to. But my wife's really getting into watching these movies, so we've just kind of been moving along. And uh, I think we're really going to be super pumped. And it's going to be a long month in March and April waiting for Endgame to come out because, man, these movies are so good. Like, I don't know. Uh, and maybe, you know, Patrick, you kind of maybe felt this way last year when you did it, but when I finished phase one, I was like, man, I forgot how good this was and how they set up everything, you know? Yeah. It was good
1: to go back and and watch the, you know, the early Marvel movies. Yeah. Especially, you know, it was like, like, what was it? Three of the first five movies were Iron Man. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. Well,
0: two, two of them in phase one is Iron Man one and two. Yeah, so okay. Phase One is considered Iron Man One, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America, and then Phase One ended with the Avengers. Um, and I watched Thor, Captain America, and Avengers this past week. Uh, Thor stayed about the same. It wasn't. It was probably my least favorite of the the Phase One movies. I would say now after watching them all, Incredible Hulk is my least favorite, just because of probably Edward Norton. He's not a part of the MCU now, and I really like um, the current guy, Mark Ruffalo. I really like him a lot. I like the way he plays Bruce Banner. Um, but the one that really moved up was Captain America. Uh, I really liked that movie. Um, I liked it before, but there were just moments where I could see like how they were leading themselves to Winter Soldier, Civil War, all the things that Captain America represents and does throughout all the MCU movies in Phase 1, 2, and 3. Like, you can see in this very first movie how they touched all those points, and it was just really cool. Um, one of the quotes I really liked from the movie is the, the scientist that invents the... that makes the serum or whatever that makes Captain America super strong and such. He says, The world doesn't need a soldier. The world needs a good man. And I really liked that quote from the movie and just... The whole, the whole setup for who Captain America would be and, and just moving forward. And then watching the Avengers, uh, it was so good. Um, just seeing and noticing more Easter eggs and all the details in it. It was really cool. Uh, beyond that, uh, did some gaming. Nothing major. Uh, I, had, I had finished, you know, in the past few weeks I would played epic games just, just like Mark, playing Spider-Man, playing God of War. Um, And then kind of finishing out the year, just played, been playing little games, like uh, a little game called Strider. It was free on PS Plus, I think, last year, or maybe even the year before, I don't remember. Um, It's like a Metroidvania little (coughs) side-scrolling game where you play, I don't know if you guys played the original Strider back on the, I think, the Nintendo, Genesis, those older consoles. Um, I think it was Genesis. Um, But... It's a just he's like a ninja. You just run around and slash people. I think he's a cyborg, yeah. and uh, it's it's a fun little game. I also played a weird game called Usain Ninja, where you're a broccoli and onion ninja. I don't think I need to say very much else about that. <laughs> you're just you're broccoli and onion that's trying to escape the cucumber uh, shogun leader that is really mean. It's really funny. I played it, and the kids watched me play it, so it was funny. Uh, and then finally, have been playing some Angry Birds with my wife on the PS3. She really likes the Angry Birds series, and so we've been going through that. Uh, and on top of that, uh, just today, started playing Lego Lord of the Rings with my kids, uh, which was nice. one of the family Christmas presents. And with Ooh. that being said...
3: I think... Right before we jump into the topic, I will say about those Lego games, the comedy that is like built into those Lego games, like the facial expressions and stuff of like the Lego people, is hilarious. Like, even as an adult playing those, they are like really fun to play. Absolutely, man.
0: Yeah, they are they are classic, and I love where they take like they can take serious moments and then they totally just like do something crazy for the you know to connect with the kids. Like, in Lord of the Rings, there's a lot of dialogue and so they'll they'll just throw in like I don't know someone will be holding a banana and throw it at someone's head and you don't need dialogue for that it's just and you know it just makes the kids <laughs> laugh it's just funny so with that let's get into the topic of the show christmas <laughs> talking about Christmas. Obviously, this past week, uh, during this week, we have been been enjoying the wondrousness called Christmas. We love to celebrate it for multiple reasons. Uh, We've talked about it off and on throughout the past few weeks of our shows uh, and touched on it, but today we are dedicating the rest of our show to this glorious holiday that celebrates Christ, celebrates gift-giving, celebrates... uh, All kinds of fun stuff. Trees with lights, ornaments, you name it. Christmas celebrates it. Tinsel. It's some good stuff. Tinsel. (laughs) Oh, man, love me some good old-fashioned tinsel. Uh, To kind of lead us into this discussion, talking about Christmas Eve, Christmas, kind of the things that happened in our lives this past week, and then also um, share about maybe some of the traditions and things we did back in the day with our family uh, and friends during Christmas time. I wanted to share... uh, The top Christmas traditions in the United States of America. But number one in celebrating Christmas is a countdown with an Advent calendar. Now, I don't know about you guys, but my family and I, we definitely get geared up for Christmas using a good old-fashioned Advent calendar. We actually did two Advent calendars this year. One Advent calendar is one that my mother-in-law brought from the United States. Uh, Each day has a chocolate and a scripture that the kids read. Uh, talking about you know different scriptures and Jesus' birth and the Magi and the shepherds. And then the other Advent calendar that my family uses is one that my mom made uh, when I was one or two years old, and it's made of felt, and it has little ornaments, and you put it up. uh, You put ornaments on each day of Christmas to kind of help the kids count down. Uh, Have you guys done anything like that, any Advent calendars or things to keep track of when Christmas is coming?
1: Yeah, we do... We actually did four advent calendars this year, two for each kid. One was the uh, you know the chocolate inside of each day. Yeah, uh, with the both kids get their own. Um, and then this year was the first time we did a toy advent calendar. So in, instead of a chocolate inside there, it was actually a toy. Um, so my daughter's was like Barbie themed. So the first day she got the Barbie. And then Mm. every day after that, she would get like another article of clothing or uh, hats, shoes, dress, you know, things like that, like to go uh, with that Barbie. Uh, So she really enjoyed that. She thought that was really cool. That's the first time. I didn't know that they did those kind of advent calendars. So that was kind of neat to see that. Um, And then my son, he had his was train themed. So on the first day, he got a train. And then every day after that would be something that you would add to the train track. Um, so oh, that would okay. be like you know. So anything to add Anything to add to your train track He got so he thought that was really cool too But I think my son With his chocolate advent calendar I think he ate all the chocolate in one day And we, when we weren't looking so, <laughs> Oh my uh, god no, Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Alright yeah. Maybe he's so the he one was...
0: that used your credit card To uh, get that Xbox <clears> One <throat> X I'm pretty sure
1: <laughs> Yeah a little sneaky guy You have
0: a little sneaky guy in your hands Yep
1: but yeah, that's what
2: we did. I, I actually had 10 advent calendars going on and it was one for every digit on my hands. And and so, wow. you know. Wow.
0: That's dedication. <laughs> that's a lot no. of advent calendars. <laughs>
1: wait.
0: <laughs> I think that might be fake news, Patrick.
3: Is that just <laughs> yes. a whole room of advent I, calendars? I, I don't <laughs> believe this. It's mm. like, wait a second. I don't believe you.
0: How many how many days till Christmas? Let me check my fingers. <laughs> I have ten of them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, but going back to yours, Patrick, there was no doubt in your kids' minds when Christmas is coming, right? And when they asked, I don't know about you, but when our kids asked when Christmas was coming, we just look at them like, "Are you serious?" I think you know when Christmas is coming,
1: right? You know, like it was. It was cool because you know my son, he's he's four, so he's learned all of his you know numbers, how each day works, in the, in the calendar, you know, kind of thing. So uh he was learning all of his numbers that were in the 20s so he could recognize what was 22 versus nice. like 12 you know so um that I was kind of cool
0: i think you might need to send one of those ronnie's way then maybe he can count down the number of times he's disappointed us and not watching <laughs> superman or count up Oh <laughs> right, yeah either way it works
3: yeah so for me um i feel, I feel like mark with his 10 advent college was trying to top patrick so i've actually that's exactly uh, what i was trying to do i've actually done 67 <laughs>
0: I do the no, advent hours calendar <laughs> hours. I,
3: <laughs> realistically i've never done an advent calendar and the first time i had ever even heard of an advent calendar was that movie bad santa with billy bob thornton where he eats oh. all the kids chocolates. that's the oh, first time oh, i ever even learned of one
0: nice
2: I didn't, I didn't, I've never done an advent calendar either.
0: Hey guys, you shouldn't be ashamed because you know what? There's more than one way to skin a cat and especially more than one way to to explode a kitten. And there's more than one way to gear up for Christmas. Because number two on the Christmas list is listening to classic Christmas music. I don't know about you guys. That is a way to gear up for Christmas. Do you guys gear up for Christmas listening to music? Absolutely. Absolutely not. No. You are both (laughs) dead inside. Music is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Bah
2: freaking humbug to
1: y'all. No. Nope. Uh Christmas music. There's only like two Christmas songs. What uh, I enjoy every other one. I mean, I hear the same ones over and over again. I want someone, I want something new to come out. You're not listening to the right music. It's over and over. Uh, over. There's
2: definitely new Christmas songs that have come out. So
1: just saying, if you'd listen, no shine down war's over. That's
0: my favorite Christmas song.
2: Interesting. Which is a cover of a previously released
1: song. Exactly. Their (laughs) renditions way better.
0: What about trans Siberian orchestra? what about them what about them their christmas music is amazing and i can listen they're, to it over, it, it, and, it over and over it and over is. and over i mean you got that heavy As, metal going i saw them i saw them oh, live so good uh, i'm so jealous that you just it was, said that it
1: was so good uh because uh, they you know they the the light show that they did um while they're doing their music i mean it was just a, it was a spectacle it was yeah. really cool to actually see that so half of my christmas music
0: like, is trans-siberian orchestra it's amazing.
1: I don't gear up for Christmas because of it, but you know, Trans Siberian Orchestra, you know, with their with their rock, you know, I can I can get behind. That. I agree. They
3: they are awesome. I actually had um, I'd never actually seen them live either, and one of my buddies this year went and saw them. Uh, one of my buddies who actually listens to the show. So shout out to Trevor, everybody. Hey Trevor. Hey, hey Trevor. Trevor. Um, him and his wife. I'm
0: jealous of you. I'm jealous of you also for going to see the Trans Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> him and his
3: wife went and seen the show. And they had a bunch of, like, Snapchat story videos of the show, and it looks awesome. Like, it's definitely something I am going to try to go to in the future. Um, Not normally something I feel like I would actually go to, but it, man, like, it it really looked uh, like a a spectacular show.
0: Yeah, it's definitely on my bucket list to go to a show.
2: Well, y'all know me. You know, I'm the the musician here, so music is something very important to me. Uh, So
0: we've heard. Yeah, Aquaman and music and Doctor Who, (laughs) Tartars, love it. (laughs) Yes, just throwing that in there. (laughs) Got it. All of the above. All All the the above. Love it.
2: Oh, speaking of that, and I'll just say that and leave it leave it be. There is a certain something that is coming to my house very very soon. Involving your
1: Tartar shelf. Yes,
2: the Tartarus bookshop. Uh, the Trans Siberian
3: Orchestra is coming to Mark's house, <laughs> yes.
2: Down in here, down in here, right
3: on my front lawn. Awesome. Tartarus,
2: Tartarus, Tartarus, Tartarus. <laughs> no, but uh, but back to Christmas music. Um yeah, I basically have Christmas music on from the point like right after uh, Thanksgiving into Black Friday until christmas day basically anytime i'm in the car that is what's playing in my car Uh, any opportunity i have to to listen it's not 24 7 but as much of an opportunity as i can to listen to christmas music because yes very very good point in the fact that it's a lot of the same songs over and over again but i just enjoy the different arrangements of those songs and and how they have their own individual takes um and and plus there are you know new songs that that come out i think my favorite i want to say my favorite newer song that has come out a newer christmas song um is a song from pentatonix which i'm sure you guys have ever have all heard of them is that
1: the a cappella group it is yep. yep okay
2: uh they have a song called um that's christmas to me um and it's just a very it's a very fresh um and nice new christmas song that i think is going to be played for for quite a while plus i enjoy all the the old classics cuz you know you you just don't hear stuff like that anymore all the stuff from like bing crosby uh, andy williams Burl ive's um you know all those all those guys um that that wrote you know or recorded classic christmas songs um i just i that's that's my thing. I enjoy that that kind of stuff. So,
0: you know, you know what Christmas music that I hate to love? It's What's the that? the Chipmunks. I'm I so nostalgic nope. for the Chipmunk music, the Christmas music. I don't know nope. why. I listen to it. It's like half of my nope. music is Trans-Siberian Orchestra, a third of it is Chipmunks, nope. and then whatever the math is for the rest is just a mixture of 80s and 90s Christmas music. And I hear you, Patrick. Nope, nope, nope. But I'm telling you what, <laughs> my kids have caught on, and my kids love the chipmunks. It's it's just between the movies and between the, the awful music of
2: Christmas, Christmas time of
3: year. No, de- no. De- 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 Stop it.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, my kids love it, and I hate to love it, but I love it. I'm just too nostalgic for it.
3: See, I feel like I I'm didn't. with Patrick, and I – there are, like, a few, like, of the Christmas classics that, like, I will enjoy listening to, but, like, like one time per year, maybe. But, like, Christmas music for me, like, you know, if I'm in the car or at home, like, I just generally cannot listen to it. Like, it just doesn't, I don't know, Christmas music does not do it for me. I think my favorite Christmas song is that um, Marshmallow World, and it's, like, the old school version of it. I don't know who sings it. It's, like, a, I don't know, it's, like, a Dean Martin song or something like that. Um,
0: can you sing that? I don't know what that song is. Oh uh, yeah,
3: he's like, uh, "It's a marshmallow world that we live in." You never heard the song before. Da, 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 yeah, da. yeah, I don't know all the words to it. Yeah, it's like the it's words like are a, marshmallow cool. world. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Yes,
0: that's fake news. I don't believe you.
2: It <laughs> is. It is real news. I will. I will stand by Mark. That.
3: Music expert. Fact.
0: Fair enough. Can can huh. confirm. That's fun. Well, I like that song. I just, I guess I never knew he talked about marshmallows in the song. Apparently I was not listening. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think for me, like, and, and I think I've talked about this in a previous episode, like the fact that basically for like however many days, like 30 days or whatever it is, um, you know, I love to listen to it and then I put it away for the rest of the year. So that way I'm not getting so tired of it um i'm okay with with being inundated with it for just like a month and then just put it away for a Fair while. Enough. How, however there are two songs that drive, maybe three three songs that drive me nuts
0: <laughs> maybe four nope nope
2: nope <laughs> going three tops if one of them's
3: tops. marshmallow world i'm out of here
2: that is not <laughs> that is not one of them nope uh the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, I can't say that an That song annoys either. the crap out of me. I want a
1: hippopotamus for Christmas. Like That's my voice. number one song. Yeah, right. You're lying. <laughs> Fake news and Fake news. and I will
2: I will pray for you each and every day. Um, the another one is um, I don't know if you guys have heard it or not. It's uh, it's a song called Dominic the Donkey, and yes, that is a real song. Oh, yeah,
1: dude. That's that's my number two of all time. <laughs>
2: you need Jesus, my friend. Good thing we talking about Christmas. But and then the third, which I can I can either love it or hate it, just depends on the day, is uh, the song "The Christmas Shoes." From no, the...
1: that is the worst. That is <laughs> the worst. I agree with you on that one. Oh man,
2: I haven't and heard the funny that song in thing forever. is. They actually made a movie based on that song. Um,
0: do you know who Rob Lowe is? Yep, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. From yeah, from uh, Tommy Boy, from that... all kinds of movies. He
3: was in those commercials yep. for a yeah.
2: while too. Yep. Remember which ones? Yeah, he were. was. Uh, he was the main character in the movie, or one of the main characters. And they freaking shoehorn every opportunity that they can in every scene to try to play the song in the movie. It's just like a random scene happens.
1: Sir, I wanna buy these shoes. Let's let's step back here a second. So you say you're saying this is the one of the worst songs that you've ever heard mm-hmm. in Christmas time, and you decided to watch the movie about it. it. Had Rob Lowe in it. <laughs> That's true. You brought it on yourself, man.
2: This <laughs> totally was early on on yourself. This was early on in my hatred for the
1: for the song. The, you know what? I hate this song so much. I'm going to
2: watch gonna the watch movie. The movie well, well, Despite if you listen you. to what I said, I said it depends on the day. Some days I'm like, "Eh, it's okay." Other
1: days I'm like, "I hate this song." <laughs> now, Mark. So, what makes you uh, get into those moods? Like
3: You are
2: backpedaling fast. What? No. <laughs> no. No, you just didn't listen to what I said. But anyway, um no, it's just it's just whatever. It depends on deflect, my mood. Deflect. I don't know. There are a lot of people
3: that love that song, I will say. Like they absolutely yeah, love that aren't. song. And, and it
0: brings them to tears. Yeah. It brings them to tears. So uh I it have was, no hate for that song, but I do know that there are some songs that are played too much. So yeah. I'm sure those I'm gonna, are one of the songs that are played too much.
2: I'm gonna stop talking from there. Fair enough. <laughs> well it's nice.
0: funny you bring up the shoe movie. I wanna buy these shoe movies. Because number five on the list of the best ways to celebrate Christmas and gear up for Christmas is watch quintessential Christmas movies. Now tell me, I think all of us can agree, there are some must-see Christmas movies that we watch every year. Die hard. Um, And so guys, lay it on us. Did you guys watch any Christmas movies this year?
1: Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Die Hard, Elf. Uh, White Christmas. You know, ugh. yeah, that's top. Those are the five movies I think we watch all every year. Well, Mel doesn't watch Die Hard. I watch. So you're it saying one. Die
3: Hard is a Christmas she, movie then? One hundred percent.
0: You're going on record. One hundred percent. Is that the is that the Good Morning Guys consensus that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Mark,
2: I would I would uh, I would put it in that camp. Yes, uh, simply because it's and uh, I'll say my piece and then I'll move on. Basically anything that is centered around the season can be considered a Christmas movie. And die hard is certainly that. So.
3: Uh, Yippee Kaye, I'm on board.
0: Mama. (laughs) I am also on board because John McClane saves lives. Jesus saves lives. Therefore die hard is a Christmas movie. I
1: like that connection right there. Love it. Boom. And
0: when
2: and when Jesus saves lives, he says, Welcome to the
1: potty, pal. <laughs>
0: I do not think he said that to Mary. That no, would have scared did no. everyone. That's
2: in the animals. that's in
1: the new Millennium edition.
0: Fair enough. Now for my family and I we watch we try to watch a mixture of Christmas movies. We of course watch Elf like Patrick mentioned. Uh, my wife loves Arthur Christmas. Uh, a lot of my Christmas movies revolve revolve around kids, of course, animated movies, which I, of course, watched long before I had children. Um, but, yeah, Arthur Christmas is a really good movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I've no. never seen it. I have. Patrick, as a, a father of children, you need to watch <coughs> Arthur Christmas with your kids. It's a good yep. one. It really is. What about and that? I d- and and I, d- I don't even like – you know, sometimes I judge – British words and accents, because it's a it's a British animated movie, but it's really good. What were we okay. gonna say, Ronnie?
3: What about like uh, Polar Express? I also thought that was a really good one.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, one. that's I a good one. I love Polar Express. That's a good that's one. one of I've the only watched I, that once, once or twice.
3: I yeah, I, I really like that one at Christmas time. My my ultimate favorite at Christmas time, um, and it's always on is Christmas Vacation. Like, there's no like classic movie that makes me laugh more than that one.
1: And it's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've seen that movie like a hundred plus times. And every time I'm like laughing, like it's the first time I've seen it.
3: Oh man. It is hilarious.
2: Yeah. I would say, uh, home alone and home alone Two are, are some must see ones to watch. Uh, I have not watched the second one this season. I watched, uh, the first one the other night with my, my, my wife and my mother-in-law. Um, so, but that is always an awesome movie. I mean, I grew up with that movie. Yeah, and then yeah, White Christmas and, and all those movies. Polar Express is one I've I've gotten I've come to love. Uh, Elf. Um, I will submit one other movie to you, since we have talked about Die Hard being a Christmas movie and the fact that it revolves around the Christmas time, the Christmas season. I will submit to you. And this is probably going to be one that you haven't even thought of, but that's okay. I will submit to you that Batman Returns
0: is a Christmas movie. (laughs) Uh, Stretch,
1: that's a
0: stretch. it it is, but man, that does not help me get geared up for Christmas. No, yeah. It does for me. (laughs) Does it? All right, fair enough. What about, do you guys
3: like the Santa Claus series with Tim Allen?
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Man, I, those love, I cool. love those, those movies. Ones. I
3: almost feel like that's like a guilty pleasure. Like I'm just watching those by myself. But I think those movies are awesome. Even the third one that a lot of people like didn't like as much. I still like that one. Too. Yeah. yeah, I'm one
0: of the ones that's not a big fan of the third <clears throat> one, but I like the trilogy altogether. So For, yeah. it's hard not to. It's not like Spider-Man three where I totally pretend like it doesn't exist. Uh, I'll I'll give it to Santa Claus three. Um, one new one that my family and I watched this year. And this is going to be, of course, again, more for Patrick because we connect on the having children level. But um, even for Ronnie and Mark, someday when you have kids, a really good Christmas movie to watch that's a newer one is called The Star. Did you guys watch this? Uh, so, movie?
1: yeah, my uh, my kids have watched it. Um, I, I did not watch it uh, yet. It but, is uh, really
0: good. they liked it. Is that yeah. an animated movie? It is. It's an animated movie, and it's pretty much it's almost. I mean, it's like most of those animated movies where they have animals going on crazy adventures, and it tells the story of the the donkey that carried Mary uh, to Bethlehem, and uh, the different animals that were there when Jesus was born in the manger and stuff. Um, but it's just it's entertaining for kids, but it also, had to, in my opinion, has some of the best depictions. Uh, for an animated movie, of the birth of Christ. Like just the atmosphere, the music. Um, it brought my wife and I actually to tears. And during the movie, uh, when they were approaching Bethlehem with the star above, my son, in the middle of the movie, quoted scripture. He quoted, I think, Luke, uh, Luke chapter 2. I don't even remember the scripture, but it's a scripture that he memorized uh, in the school that he goes to. And he quoted it right there, like, and on this day in the town of David, uh, the savior will be born he will be called Christ uh, the king those you know and it was just like a moment where it was it was just very special and uh, I would recommend watching awesome. that with your kids Patrick and uh Mark and Ronnie when you have kids someday definitely watch that along with elf and uh you know the other ones we mentioned
3: you guys like uh, Christmas with the cranks I was really like that one too Another Tim Allen
0: movie. Uh, did I watch that one? one that they, sh- oh, yes. I remember, I, where, they I
3: remember to
0: where he. Skip <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> yes. I <laughs> forgot about that movie. And they get like liposuction or something. He gets and like, like Botox. Foods uh, falling. Yeah, Botox, Botox and, and foods and falling like, out of his mouth.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that one was hilarious. That so was, was so fun. I think it's got one. Dan Aykroyd
0: in it. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, well, not everyone's into watching lots of TV. A lot of people are, obviously. Netflix, Hulu. You know movies. Uh, What about cookies? Uh, Number three on the Christmas list is plan a cookie exchange or just make cookies. Uh, Did you guys do? Do you guys or your families, your mom's friends, people make cookies around you?
1: My uh, my wife actually gets together with the sisters uh, of my side of the family. So my brother's wife, my sister, and my wife. Uh, they get together every Christmas, and I think my mom sometimes um, will will just ha- you know get together and they'll make cookies all day. Um, I yes. think my daughter uh, was a part of it this year, um, so yeah, they do that. Uh, I'm never, I'm not a part of that that uh, the Christmas cookie you know, kind of thing. You know, they do all. I'm I'm just like, hey, throw in. Chocolate chip cookies in the oven And we're good to go a tester. They
0: do You're all. part of the yeah. You're part of the cleanup crew right Test The crew. tester, cleanup crew
1: <laughs> No uh, yeah. They 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 haven't done it at our house before They always go to someone else's house And uh, they just cook it there So it's usually mm. just me and my son just hanging out
0: Fair enough Yeah my family Yeah my
3: wife we, Oh Go ahead. Everybody at the same time. Oh. Let's all go at the same time. Cross right. wires. Let's all go at the all same right. time. Go. Now, I was going to say, um, my my and then mom my. And... Ma- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm done. Go ahead, Ronnie. It's really it only no, has been funny. a tradition these past couple of years where my mom and my sister, sometimes my stepdad and my cousin, they'll go over and they make all these cookies and they do all the icing decorations and everything. Um, but no, I'm I'm not usually a part of that. Uh, sometimes I will go and just eat the cookies, but not. I'm not a Amen to it. that. I would be a disservice I'm with in the you. kitchen making cookies, so I'll be there to test them.
0: Yeah, you got to have people there to eat the cookies. It's really pointless if you make the cookies and then nobody's eating them. So we're still doing a great service. You got to have a non-biased tester. Cookies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. My wife, she is hardcore into making cookies, like, and she got that from her mom. And this year, uh, her mom is with us for the. Christmas season, and they've been making different types of cookies. We've been running out of Tupperware containers, and that just is all the more reason to eat the cookies. You know, my wife will be like, oh, we don't have enough containers for this, and I'm just like, I'm on it, and I just start eating cookies. It's awesome, (laughs) and nobody can complain, because guess what, we need containers to put other food in, so I've got to eat the other food. Uh, But I have to propose to the group that the quintessential Christmas cookie is ginger cookies. God
2: bless you. God
0: bless you, Lucas. Man, that is the best Christmas cookie in the world. I, I'm just going to throw it out there.
3: I feel like the ginger cookie is a terrible cookie. Exactly. You know what? Agreed. If you don't and make chocolate chip, gotcha. I mean, I mean that, that, dead that's, to me. that's the cookie for all seasons.
0: No, chocolate chip is the, exactly though, it's for all seasons. It's, it's not special. It's snowing outside, warm chocolate Let chip Let me tell cookie, you. There's nothing better. One time, I was with a group of people. Americans, Brazilians alike. And we were eating cookies, talking. And, and and a friend of mine, a Brazilian, he ate a ginger cookie. And he said to me, Lucas, this tastes like Christmas. You he can't say that about the chocolate chip cookie. Exactly. <laughs> I, will, I am I the ha- professional.
3: I will have to disagree with this person because I don't think that Christmas tastes like crap. <laughs> Man,
0: <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> I am so glad I did not invent the ginger cookie. Do you guys besides chocolate chip? Is there another cookie you guys that you guys like for Christmas? Uh, gingerbread, gingerbread cookies for sure. Ginger gingerbread Uh, cookies.
2: Is that the same thing? That's what I thought we
3: were talking about.
0: Not exactly, but they are similar.
2: Yeah. Well, then maybe I was just
3: putting Um, ginger cookies. You know, I was really just shaming ginger cookies. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I would like those, but gingerbread
0: cookies are not good. I think. Yeah, I I think you've just been misinformed.
2: uh, Yep, I will disagree with you wholeheartedly Um, respectfully disagree yes and uh, I've been really sad because I have gone to several different stores around here and none of them have had gingerbread cookies now I will say in the past they have had gingerbread cookies many years and for some reason this year they did not have them
3: Maybe they didn't have them because the demand was low because they don't taste good. Just throwing that out there.
1: Just like uh, strawberry pop tarts. Mm-hmm. It's it's
3: possible. I'm sorry,
2: <laughs> but gingerbread cookies are not on the same level as as strawberry pop tarts. I'm sorry, it's just not not <laughs> even a comparison.
0: Now, for me personally, I can't come to the defense of store bought gingerbread cookies or ginger cookies. The only ginger cookies that I know beyond the shadow of a doubt are Christmas and wonderful and I could just eat them endlessly are my wife's ginger cookies. So beyond that, it's it's up in the air. But I just wanted to throw that out there, see if there were any other ginger ginger cookie fans. Thank you, Mark, for supporting. Ronnie, well, you just keep eating that poop.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Roger that <laughs>
0: Roger Roger Roger. <laughs>
3: poop leader standing
2: by. <laughs>
0: Uh, besides cookies being made, also people in my household like to make crafts. I would say that I keep myself the furthest away, but some people like to gear up for Christmas by making crafts. I can't imagine we have much to say on that. Anyone making crafts? No, I'm not. Not a craft making, maker. not my, making uh, crafts, making crafts. My wife Just loves, to, make loves sure. to do it. She actually yeah.
1: loves it, and my daughter enjoys it up to a point. Uh, but uh, anything that takes longer than thirty minutes, my daughter's, you know. Gets bored with it and wants to do something else. Uh, but my wife, my wife is the craft king. I mean, she used to scrapbook uh, when she was younger, and she loves doing all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm not into that.
3: Mm, negative for me on that front as well. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm not
2: not a crafty. Well, I can be, but just not at Christmas time, really.
0: Yeah, I go in another room when I see it happening. My mother in law, uh, Shyla, not to be confused with Sheila. Mama Nova sells Nailed me or whatever it. it is. I can't remember. You got it. Did I, did I say it right, <clears throat> Sheila? You did. You did. Yeah, not to be confused with Sheila. My mother-in-law, Shyla, she is the craft queen, and she always brings crafts for my kids to do. And as soon as she gets it out, I'm like, peace, I'm out. And that's like my ticket to go do something else. So, yeah, nice. not about the crafts, but <laughs> I appreciate those who enjoy them and can make them. Uh, it's good stuff. So for our own personal celebrations of christmas eve christmas we get into the good stuff so i want to hear about it guys this year let's start with christmas eve did you guys have any interesting things happen what was some of the best moments we don't have to go through the whole run and mill of what happened through christmas eve and christmas but let's hit the highlights uh how was your guys's christmas eve did you guys go to a service spend time with family what'd you do we'll start with patrick
1: Um, We did not go to a service. So on Christmas Eve, what we do is like around 3 o'clock, we head over to uh, Mel's parents' house. And uh, we open gifts over there. We have dinner over there. That's Mrs. Uh, Hollywood
3: Bones on Discord.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Uh, We don't – yeah, we just do the normal thing. Um, But one of the things that we do over there that we've been doing for uh, several years – is the since the adults you know we don't get anything um, for each other you know all the things all the things that are over there are for the kids, um, right. so one of the things that we do uh, to get the you know the adults involved and play a game is we play this game called it's a it's a widget auction is what they call it, everyone gets like little like widgets could be marbles could be pieces of you know like thimbles or something like that and everyone gets the same amount, and what her parents do is they, they like wrap gifts in paper bags and these gifts could be small they could just be like a doritos they could be uh just uh some snacks um but some of them actually have you know money in them or there could you don't know what's what's going to be in them so it's kind of like a grab bag and on the outside of the bag it's like a little a little note a little like joke um a riddle or something like that to give you kind of an idea of what might be inside um so Based And normally the the, the joke or the, the the note on the outside is something like, say they say, it says something like, uh, uh, you want your uh, teeth uh, to be so fresh and so clean, clean. You know, that would be the note. And on the inside would might be some like Listerine strips and or something, something that may not uh, make your teeth so clean. So you don't and you don't know what's going to be in there. So everyone mm. like bids. Uh, yeah. like, Hey, you know, all I bid five or I bid six and you know, it goes around the room until, um, all the bags are gone and all your, all your widgets are gone. Um, and that lasts, I don't know, for about maybe about a half hour. Uh, but it gets kind of crazy. Um, when we start, you know, bidding against each other, kind of like a bidding war. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, that's, that is what the adults do. Um, there on Christmas Eve. So you read the that's description I,
3: first, then you bid on it based on exactly. what you think is in there.
1: Even 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 so, you 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 do not know uh, what's going to be in there. Even with the even with the description, because it's so off the wall, <laughs> um, you really you really don't know. Um, so it's 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 actually a, a great time. I look forward to that to that widget auction every year because you know, it's just something we you know we do every every Christmas Eve.
0: That's cool. It's kind of like another version of a Secret Santa or something where you you know you're fighting over a gift or fighting over a prize or whatever to. Yeah, and then you don't know what you're getting into until you open it up.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. So it's yeah, cool. we go, on Christmas Eve we go over her in laws. Um, every Christmas Eve we di- we didn't used to do that on Christmas Eve before we had kids. Before we had kids, we would go over to like everyone's houses. You know, my, her her parents, my parents, you know, cousins, aunt and uncles, kind of thing. And it got to a point when we got we had kids. We're like, we can't we can't be going to all these different places. You know, we have to limit it or change the dates around where we go to these this certain house this year or this certain house next year kind of thing so we kind of like so we're not moving around and having to love the kids around especially when they're young Mm -hmm. so yeah that
3: that actually sounds really cool the widget auction i had not heard of something like that before but uh that's like a cool variation of like a secret santa type exchange on on christmas eve for me we go to my mother's house and it's kind of like our immediate family, and we exchange all of, all of our gifts, um, like on Christmas Eve night, and then uh, the, you know, the bigger Christmas is usually uh, on Christmas Day. But it's kind of our it's kind of our personal Christmas for our immediate family. Um, you know, very personal, just gift exchange between the you know our our uh, our immediate family, and so it's a really uh, really cool, relaxed, everybody kind of lounging around by the fire type thing. So it, it's really uh, really nice
2: nice yeah i think for well at least this past christmas eve um you know a lot of times being married and stuff uh at least from my experience kind of like alternate between between like your family her family whatever yeah um and so uh this year we did uh christmas eve Uh, we actually went to uh the Christmas Eve service at my parents' church, um, and and went with them, which was nice. My church doesn't do a Christmas Eve service, so um, it was nice to just go with them. And then uh, we went to my parents' house for dinner, um, and my my stepmom actually made homemade pizza, which is not your typical you know Christmas selection, but it's still really good. It's like it's almost like a deep dish casserole kind of pizza thing and it's it's really good um, and she made a bunch of desserts like no-bake cookies and uh, kind of like her own they're, she calls them Butterfingers um, but they're you know, I guess very similar to Butterfingers um, like the candy bar Butterfingers or yes, someone yes. taking their
0: finger and putting it in butter uh,
2: not the second one okay fair <laughs> enough just wanted to verify <laughs> um but uh so yeah that was a great time and um you know we don't necessarily do the same things all the time for for christmas eve it's just whatever we happen to be doing with whatever family we're with um so but that was that was a great time so
0: yeah for us here down south you know we're we're not around a lot of family um and so since living in brazil when we've been in brazil for christmas we generally stay at our house i think a couple times we've we visited some families. Actually, here in Brazil, it's a very common uh, practice to have a midnight meal and treat Christmas Eve almost like New Year's Eve. And so people will, uh, they'll stay up till midnight, and the city, all the cities, and all the people all over Brazil will set off fireworks at midnight, and and then after that, you eat your midnight Christmas meal. And I think we did it one time, and I was like, wow. That was cool, but I'm never going to do this again because it's one thing to like stuff yourself full of good food and, and meat and, you know, all the good meats and potatoes and the things you like to eat uh, during the day. But when you're eating at one o'clock in the morning, uh, your appetite is not exactly the same. So right, um, no. I've only done Probably that once in the six years I've been here, but we've, we've, we've taken more of an American approach in, in terms of how to do Christmas here. So Christmas Eve for us mainly consisted of uh, Christmas Day dinner prep for uh, most of the members of my family, my wife, and then my mother and father-in-law. The three of them kind of took over the Christmas dinner, so they were preparing some things for that. And then besides that, we just did stockings and uh, one pre-Christmas present. <coughs> Excuse me. With with the with the dinner prep, I did help with the pork leg that my family bought for Christmas Day. They bought a 15-pound pork leg that we knew we weren't going to need to eat all of it. And so my father-in-law said, well, we're going to need to cut that bone and cut this meat in half so that we can save half of it for later. And he said, well, what do you have to cut this thing off? And I'm like, well, we I don't know what we have. And he's like, well, I have a saw. And so he got himself his little... Handsaw, battery-powered handsaw, and we proceeded to cut this pork leg in half with uh, a saw that he had used the week before to cut some PVC pipe. Uh, it was good times, and like definitely a, a first-time experience. You like, mean like a saw-saw? like a handsaw, like a saw saw, <laughs> like you like, a hand, the blade like an electric? Exactly, it was <laughs> an electric handsaw. He said, "I've got an electric handsaw that I can use." <laughs> uh, to cut this bone in half. And I'm like, all right, let's give it a try. <laughs> and my wife's immediately like, you are not cutting that in our kitchen inside of our house. And he's like, well, we'll do it outside on the patio. And then, so we went to the patio and, uh, he did, he got, he got a knife out, cut the meat around the bone, exposed the bone. And then he turned that electric saw on and just cut that bone up. And so we split it in half. Uh, we actually cooked both that day. Uh, just in different ways and froze some of it and all that kept some of it in a different place. But uh, af- about 20 minutes after we cut it in half, my wife's like, you know, you, you need to clean up the rest, right? And I'm like, what do you mean the rest of what? She's like, there's there's raw meat all over the wall. And I'm <laughs> like, what do you mean? She pointed, And she poured it to the wall. And where the blade had cut the cut the bone, the meat had splattered all the way up the wall in, the, in our <laughs> patio area. And she's like, Gross. you're cleaning that up. And I'm like, oh, I'm cleaning that up. So that was part of my Christmas <laughs> Eve. It was magical. And I said, well, that's the first and last time we're going to do that. <laughs> we're just uh-huh. going to get a boneless pork loin next time and no more pork leg for us. Uh, besides that, we did stockings. And that's always a fun time where we put little, you know, sometimes there's candy. Sometimes there's uh, little presents inside. Uh, it's become a tradition for my in-laws to give my kids electric toothbrushes. Um, and then besides that, my kids got a little uh, pre-Christmas present, uh, little stuffed animals. And uh, in my family back in West Virginia, our, our tradition is to get pajamas for everybody. Uh, I think two years ago, I got Yoda pajamas, which I still have. Nice. And I've definitely worn on a number of occasions because, well, there's always an opportunity to dress up like Yoda and use the force, so... I've used those pajamas often. So
1: tell me that you walk around talking like Yoda.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do. Yes. <laughs> so.
2: I actually have a, a a Santa hat with Yoda ears attached to it.
0: Nice. I bet you. I bet your wife's Your wife loves those.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely! Absolutely, she does.
0: Absolutely, positively. So, uh, Christmas Eve ends, and we go to sleep, and. I don't know about you, Patrick, but my children probably wake up at five o'clock in the morning, and then say go back to bed. Then they wake up at five fifteen, go back to bed. That didn't happen to me this year, but I definitely imagine that happening. Uh, Patrick, do your your kids sleep pretty well?
1: Um, well, they are old enough. Both of them are old enough to where they know that they need to stay in their room for you know until a certain time. Um, like I told Claire, you know she's eight and like hey, you cannot leave your room until 7:30. You know oh, okay. You can open up your door, you can see all the presents you know that are under there, but you cannot come out of your room and wake up mommy and daddy until 7:30. And then my son, uh, he has like a little alarm clock and it is red when he needs to stay in his room. And at one seven thirty hits, it turns green, meaning he's allowed to get out of his room. Nice. I need to get so, that
0: alarm clock for my daughter because she <laughs> comes out of her room at least every day around six o'clock in the morning. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: uh. Uh, but in the past, you know, they would wake up. And like there was one year, Claire woke up at like six in the morning, and she went out, got under the tree, and like sorted every single present under under there. You know, for one for her, one for. Uh, my son, a pile for me, and a pile for my wife, um, and I get out there. I'm like, "What? This is this is the way Santa did it." <laughs>
0: I don't think so. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I've been up since six. Oh, okay, oh, great. Right. You're gonna be now tired I tonight. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Now we've got a variety of perspectives here. As many of you guys know, Patrick and I have kids, and Ronnie and Mark do not have kids yet. Uh, Guys, what is your perspective on Christmas morning? Is it just another morning now, now that you're adults and uh, living on your own or married as in uh, Mark's case? What's Christmas morning like for you guys?
2: Well, definitely like uh, this past Christmas. I mean, it was like your typical Christmas where, you know, we wake up and we have presents that we got each other. Um, so uh, granted, it's not the same feeling as you were when you were a kid uh, or if, you know, with you, with you guys and when, with your kids, but you know, we were all excited. Uh, and actually Christmas Eve, we, we, we got to, uh, go through what was in our stockings and, and, and pull that stuff out. So we, that's your opening quote unquote one gift. And then Christmas morning, there were gifts that we got each other, um, so in that respect, um, it wasn't like just another morning, um, and and my wife and I are I guess somewhat early risers. We were up at like seven thirty, eight o'clock, something like that. All right. But
0: Ronnie, how about you?
3: So <clears throat> Christmas morning for me this year was different um, than I anticipated. For I assumed uh, I would probably just sleep in until I don't know one or two and um you know then go to my family's christmas or whatever but um i started dating a girl about a month ago and she has she's really great by the way her name is elizabeth um
0: hi elizabeth i don't know if you listen to the show but hi
3: (laughs) i don't think she's i don't think she does yet but uh, I'm i'm working on that part um She's gonna if she starts listening, she's gonna make me watch Superman for sure. Probably. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going Light. Do I'm it. Like treading lightly there, um, but they uh, her family has a tradition where she goes over and watches like her niece and nephew open gifts on Christmas morning, and they do like a big breakfast and everything like that. And that breakfast starts at eight thirty, which means we had to get up at like seven. And get like showered and and then go over there, and it was uh, a very early morning for me, but it was also it was also a lot of fun because like one thing I will say is even not having kids like one thing that is really fun for me is watching little kids excited opening gifts like it's just a lot of fun like to watch them like you know the joy and like the excitement that they have with all that and uh, it was really neat and one of the things that her her family did was um uh her her basically her brother justin is it was at his house and they have like cameras in their house and her dad randy basically um went in like late at night in like a santa suit so that they caught santa like on one of those cameras and then they were showing oh, to the nice. kids like hey look at what this look at what the cameras picked up and it looked really good too um That's so it was funny. really cool like you know they're showing them like hey look at what our cameras picked up and the kids were you know just the excitement in their eyes and stuff was really neat um Aww. but we went over there it was uh it was a really good time uh amazing food too they made like biscuits and gravy and it was phenomenal oh, so biscuits and gravy uh, definitely look forward to revisiting <laughs> that again it was uh, awesome uh but but other than that on, on christmas day um you know the norm after that but Christmas morning was a little bit different than I had anticipated but it was a very nice surprise
0: very cool Um, so Patrick I have to ask with uh, well actually I'll ask all you guys did you guys do this year did you do presents before or after breakfast
1: Uh, before yeah there's no waiting around for the breakfast we we open our presents first and then after they're all done then I go in and
3: make some breakfast (laughs) For sure. He couldn't yeah. even get his son to wait for the advent calendar candies. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. I think I
0: knew. we knew the answer before I asked. <laughs> well, I was surprised with my kids this year. I don't remember what we've done in the past. One thing that we did in the past with my kids that I liked but we didn't do this year because we had help with wrapping their gifts is I like to, like, stagger the presents like probably a few days. I think last year it was a few days before Christmas, I put like two or three presents under the tree. And then every day I would put two or three more until uh, then Christmas morning, though, all the presents would be out under the tree. Um, We've never done the Santa Claus thing. Like we explained to them, like the spirit of Santa Claus and the whole idea behind Santa Claus. Uh, But I like to stagger the gifts because I found that it really built up excitement in my kids. This year, my in-laws helped us wrap our presents. And so I think it was like three days before Christmas. And they were just like, let's just put it all out. My wife was like, ah, let's just put it all out. I'm like, okay, I guess. And so we put all the presents under the tree at once. And the kids were like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, just calm down. So my kids had to look at all the presents under the tree for like two days. (laughs) So (laughs) by the time Christmas morning came, they were really laid back about it. And they were like, you know, when I came down at probably 7, 7:30. they were watching, you know, cartoons. And, uh, then we had breakfast and then we opened presents after that, but I have to give it to them. they they, they really held their cool and they didn't go nuts. Uh, at least that I know of. Um, so we, we did it that route this Ooh. year. So, uh, a, f- a few people wanted to share about their favorite gifts, the gifts they received, the gifts they gave, Uh, Some of our friends on Discord and Twitter. Um, The Disappointed Pixel, Quest for Pixels, uh, a Mr. Mike. He had this to share on Twitter. He said, uh, I got a Trident Merfolk playmat. uh, A custom-built MTG deck featuring a promotional Galta Primal Hunger foil. uh, Hickory Farm Sausage and Cheese. A $50 Visa gift card, compact can opener, omelet turner, meat chopper, tasty popcorn popper, pickled German sausages, organic 100% pure maple syrup, a corn stripper, kitchen shears, pressure cooker, red copper pan, and then he gets me right at the end, Horizon Zero Dawn and Banner Saga Trilogy, just to name a few. He also included a, a picture and a of all stuff. And yeah, a very exactly. Tree. Uh, <laughs> Tim Pollan shared some of the gifts he gave. He gave his kids PSVR. I am so jealous.
1: Oh, what? what? He
0: also gave them an NES Mini and Red Dead Redemption Two. Make sure they listen to our there Red Dead Redemption Wait, Two spoilers after they How play through he it. He
1: gave his kids Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. How old were his kids? I think
0: his kids are teenagers. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. Tim Pollan's an old man like me, maybe <laughs> slightly older, just a I'm little. I'm gonna try to get Tim yeah, to they're
2: adopt They're two and five. Yeah, you know,
0: right? <laughs> he also renewed their PS nice. Plus. Tim, you're welcome to adopt all of us. We all need our PS Plus, <laughs> except for <laughs> except for Ronnie. He needs he needs his Xbox Live renewed. Uh, let's see. He smoked some prime rib for his parents, and he also received from his fiance a load of steaks and fillets. So we got a meat lover in the house. Wow. Sounds good. Oh, they're to me. killing it at Christmas over there. Nice. Yeah. yeah, they are. Uh, Tim also said that his brother gave him his old Bose headphones. Hand me down. He said, but I can't, <laughs> I can't <laughs> complain I one know. bit. You can't really complain yeah, if with to Give
1: me some Bose headphones. I'm going to take them. Exactly. Every day. No doubt. I don't care if wow. they're
0: used. I'll, I'll wash out right. the earwax. Uh, he said also that Trish, uh, Trish's birthday is on Christmas. I believe that's his wife. Um, and she, let's see. He bought her a nice fluffy robe, flowers, and a Bluetooth adapter for her car. Isn't nice, that, nice. Isn't that nice? So that was some of the presents that people got, that people gave. Uh, what were the highlights, the presents, either that you gave or received this year, guys?
3: Yeah, Tim is like the MVP of Christmas. He just killed that one. He's the goat.
0: Yeah the the PSVR, NES Mini, and Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh man, we we all missed killing. out. I wish Tim were my dad. <laughs> what presents did you give and get, guys? Any highlights you want to share?
3: Yeah, I will start. Um, I got from Elizabeth, my new girlfriend. I got a grill actually for my back porch, and it is a really nice stainless steel grill. Uh, nice. this
2: nice. previous
3: bachelor pad did not have one of those. So what? it will be, it will be nice for the summer to be able to go out and grill on the back deck and a big, sure. big deck back there with just an empty spot for a grill. So that is going to be, uh, that was probably the best gift I got. That We're gonna have a lot of fun with that in the summer. Um, and on the flip side of that, my second favorite gift, which is, uh, kind of an odd one. I actually got it in one of the like White Elephant gift exchanges where there's just a bunch of crazy random stuff. And my family is very crazy when it comes to gift exchanges. There are a lot of um, uh, not appropriate gifts and a lot of really hilarious gifts that I'm definitely not going to share. Um, (laughs) But there was 24 people and the, the draw I got the pick I got was 19, which is a good one because then you get to see what everybody else gets and there's only a few right. people left that can steal from you. So I stole a, I showed you guys before the show, I stole a cat door stopper, which is basically like a one foot tall stuffed cat with like sand in the bottom used just for door stoppers. That's like one of those <laughs> weird gifts that it's like, eh, that's kind of cool actually, I'm, I'm going to steal that, I like that. Yeah. And I even <laughs> yeah. got like weird looks like, why is he stealing that? <laughs> and realistically, I just like stuff that's different. So it's kind of like my next favorite gift already.
0: Nothing wrong with that. You're gonna to have to post
2: a picture of that to Twitter. No, for I will sure. definitely
3: put that on. Throw that out there on the Discord too.
0: For sure. Mark, how about you, buddy?
2: Uh, so I guess.
0: So are we doing? Are we doing give and receive? You just whatever whatever gifts pop into your head that you gave whatever or your received. Heart and desires. Okay. Exactly.
2: Okay, so. I gave my wife uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, which she was nothing says I love you like
0: AC Odyssey. Yeah,
2: Um, I gave her a nice uh, jewelry armoire. Uh, So, because she she had originally asked for like another jewelry box, and she already has one, so I was like, why not give her something really nice that's gonna last her for a while. You know, hold the phones. So Tim Mark's nice coming one.
3: in strong in the MVP voting here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then uh, I got her uh, some some stuff for her office, uh, or she as she refers to it, an offical, Uh because it's basically got those those walls set up to where it's kind of like a cubicle, but it's her own little office, like with an actual desk and stuff. So she calls it an office. Nice. Um, so uh, she's got um, all sorts of stuff uh, for her office now. She's got a nice throw blanket, and uh, she's got like this this uh, frame that has a picture, and it says, uh, "But first, coffee," because she's a big mm-hmm. coffee drinker. Nice. Um, and uh, I got her one of those like uh, the one of those things you plug in that it's like a constantly. There's constantly like water um being circulated, like one of those like, like calming kind of things you get in the office. Like um, one of those little waterfall so, type things or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so I got her one of those. Uh that's the only one I oh, that's what I can think of. Um we got our dog some stuff. Cisco. Uh because we don't Hey, we we yeah, haven't heard from
0: Cisco tonight. Is he doing okay? I'm a little worried about him. He hasn't been barking. Uh,
2: well, apparently my wife was yelling at him earlier for something, but I don't know what. Uh, but yeah, he's been pretty quiet. Um, but he's in uh, yeah, we got him. <laughs> yeah, he's been in trouble lately. But anyway, um, yeah, we got him some. <laughs> we got him a nice little coat, which he absolutely hates. <laughs> my wife was like, "I I think I found a new way to punish him because the moment he puts the coat on." It's like the tail tucks between his legs, and he's just—he just does not know what to do with it. He's like absolutely mortified by it. Um, and then we got him some treats, um, and like a—it's uh, like a particular chewy bone treat that—that uh, um, that also cleans his teeth and stuff. And
0: um,
3: that's what I use. I love so. it. So
0: <laughs> nice. Two birds I'm, with I'm one stone.
3: You keep your teeth. That's why you like ginger nice cookies. And fresh
0: yep mm. you, be quiet. <laughs> you be quiet over there we know what you eat
2: <laughs> and uh so on the receiving end uh i got uh the nes classic yeah yeah it's awesome yeah um i am i actually have a mandolin on the way um Ooh, it got worked cool. late um but uh it is on its way to me um did, I got, did
3: you play the mandolin in the past or do you? Or is this going to be the first uh,
2: experience? I I am going to learn to play the mandolin. Um, going from guitar to mandolin isn't isn't too big of a jump, um, so I think I'll be able to jump into it real quick. That's kind of um, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool. Yeah. Gift. Um, and uh, let's see. I also got gift cards, um, to like GameStop and stuff, which I used one of my gift cards tonight to get Black Ops 4 on PS4. I already had it on Xbox, but I have friends that play it on PS4, so I'll be able to play with them. Uh and um I also got the uh the Batman Anthology Blu-ray set. Nice. Um it's a it's a it's a box set that has um the older Batman movies like the two Burton movies and Batman forever and the one we're not going to talk about. Um, so, but still good to have it as part of the collection just because there's, I like all the commentary and stuff. Um, all the, all the videos, extra videos you can watch on it. Cool. Um, so yeah, and I got other stuff too, but I'm not going to name every little present I got, but those are the highlights. Fair
0: enough. How about you, Patrick?
1: So for us, um, a lot of, well, this is one of the first years that my wife and I decided not to get each other presents. Um, what we wanted to spend more of our money that we had on our kids. Uh, so we would, they would have more presents and, you know, pretty much anything that we want throughout the year. Anyways, we go ahead and get, um, so we wanted to make it more about the kids. Um, uh, so, but I got, uh, we have in our family, we do Secret Santa. And my Secret Santa for this year was my oldest brother, Scott. You know, Scott, uh, as I previously mentioned, he's the one who had made the, uh, the music for this podcast. And um, he is like an outdoors guy. He, he lives in Colorado and he skis. It's one of his favorite activities is to ski. And so I'm like, okay, what does he not have that would be like unique uh funny and something that's practical uh so i was scouring the internet of what all i could find for him and i had found a uh a beanie that uh comes with a beard and one of like you know like the big long (laughs) like you know beards that you can have nice and uh was it like like, one of the
3: knitted beards like it's like a knitted beard it is yeah yeah it's really for sure i like those And
1: I was going to get that for him like, man, you know, I don't know if this is something he would use, you know. So I put it in the Amazon cart and um, he was coming in town uh, last week. So I was like, you know what, maybe I'll just, you know, hang out with him, figure out what he would want, you know, kind of like, you know, meet around the topic and see if there's something that, you know, catches my catches my ear, you know, kind of thing. And I walk in. So we we had met up at uh, a brewery uh, right next to my work. And I walk in and then my, my other brother walks in and then Scott's like, oh my gosh, I, I hate you guys. Like what? He's like, I cannot grow a beard like you two.
0: So uh, <laughs> when, he, when he said that, I I'm like, oh my
1: you. gosh, I have to get this now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I got him that and he. He thinks he's like, he's like, uh, he's showing me up, you know, he took a picture of it and I got a bigger beard than you now. So that was kind of cool that uh, awesome. I got him something that, uh, that really, that he, that he's going to use, he's going to enjoy, and he can be part of the, part of the, uh, the beard crew because he can't <laughs> grow a beard. Like the way his his facial hair grows, it just grows like a goatee. Like he can't, he doesn't grow anything on, yeah. on his cheeks or anything. So I understand um, that. So that, yeah. Yeah, me too. So uh, I got him that. That was pretty much the only only like gift really that I had I had bought this year, um, and then for my Secret Santa, my wife had gotten me. She was actually my secret. She I was her Secret Santa, and she had gotten me some Bluetooth headphones, kind of like the uh, Bluetooth AirPods mm-hmm. stuff that just like sticks in your ear. So, and when I opened it, you know that that was the only present that I wanted this year. I just wanted I don't I just wanted some Bluetooth headphones. Because uh, I listen to podcasts all the time when I'm at work and I'm getting tired. i was getting tired of all these wires and they're always, uh, they're always tangled. And I don't know how they get tangled so many times, but, um, so I wanted just some Bluetooth headphones and I opened up the package and it is Bluetooth headphones. And I look at her, I'm like, what? How did you know? Because I did not say anything to her because I knew we were working to get presents for each other. And uh, she said, "Yeah, you said it in passing like four months ago that I wanted Bluetooth." Yeah, headphones. women are
0: so much more observant than we are. We're like, right? We're like, what? How did you know? You said it five <laughs> times yesterday. Well, no, I and, didn't. You know,
1: like, right? Yeah. And I opened it up, and I felt like I was I was so excited because I was not expecting something like that. You know, yeah. um, to get to get something that I really wanted. You know, I kind of felt like a little kid. Like, how did you know? kind of thing so um Mm -hmm. that was one of the only presents i got my wife also gets me a family calendar every year um, that i can put up at my office at work um but she gets me that for every every year so that's not really a you know a present that we get each other um so yeah those are two things that i want the one thing that i gave and one thing that i got that uh that really stood out that's cool just
3: to revert back to scott your brother i just want to clear i don't want to clear one thing up so Scott is the guy that basically created our music for our show. So he uh-huh. is a musician. He also skis and does a lot of outdoor stuff. Isn't he also like a professional gambler? Is that am I right? Oh no!
1: Uh, so uh, that's my other brother, Dave. He's a professional gambler. Yeah, uh, you have like the yeah, most interesting
3: played... family in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for sure. Um, so on my front, uh, Christmas front, I would say, uh, Patrick, I, I have a lot of the same, we're in, we're in similar life phase. So Mindy and I, my wife and I do the similar thing. Our focus is on the kids. Uh, when I was growing up, you know, with my parents, they, they always showered us with gifts and gave us lots of presents and, you know, we made lists and all those things. And between my wife and I, we really try to pay attention throughout the year, what our kids want. Uh, We do research on Amazon and, you know, after over the past few years, it's really turned into, you know, trying to really, you know, we don't give our kids a bunch of gifts. We are missionaries in another country and our salaries are very much like uh, what you would expect with, with someone who's, you know, uh, just doing the kind of work that we're doing. It's not like a money-making venture. It's not, you know, doing the ministry. It's, it's a lifestyle and uh, with that, we don't have a lot of liquid income, a lot of income available to buy a bunch of presents, but we try to go quantity or quality over quantity. And, uh, so we really try to plan out what we get our kids. And of course, uh, our, our parents, you know, her parents and my parents and my grandma, they're all so generous and we kind of pull our things together. And our kids every year are very taken care of when it comes to Christmas. um, Uh, but from Mindy and I, we always get our kids ornaments every year. So, uh, this year's ornaments, my son got Spider-Man from Spider-Man Homecoming, which he loved. And he was so excited when he opened that baby up and can put it on the tree. Uh, and then my daughter, she got a personalized ornament that has a bear reading books. And on the ornament, it has two of the books that she read this year. Uh, she started reading chapter books this year in third grade And two of the books she read, it had those on the ornament. And then the one book that she started but didn't finish, the Jungle Book, uh, the bear is actually in the middle of reading the book. So when she looked at it, she was like, Well, I haven't read the Jungle Book. And I'm like, Well, this bear hasn't finished reading the Jungle Book either. So maybe someday you'll finish it too. And you'll beat this, you'll finish it before this bear does. And of course, she laughed, you know, dad joke. Um, (laughs) But yeah. uh, So we always get. Uh, ornaments. We always get stuffed animals for our kids. Our kids are so into these big eyes, the the Beanie Boo. I don't know the the stuffed animals that have huge like uh, puss and boot eyes. Like they just look at you and they're like friggin' huge. Oh yeah. Uh, but they're super cute. Our yeah. both of our kids love those. So every year we try to find them a new one. And this year I think my parents bought both of our kids one. Uh, Mindy's parents both bought them one, and then Mindy and I both bought them one. So they got like a bunch of those uh and then every year I always buy family movies uh like animated movies for the kids for all of us to watch and then I bought also movies that uh for my wife for us to watch like Ant-Man and uh The Last Jedi and uh another movie and then I of course always have to buy some family video games that are really for me to play but with the kids of course <laughs> so I got like 3 Lego games, uh, I got Undercover City, Lord of the Rings, and The Hobbit. So we'll be playing those this year. Um, nice. And, and the, the last gift that I have to highlight is a gift that definitely was for me, but I definitely called it a family gift, and I got a mini drone. Um, it, nice. It was, uh, it's, it's just a little drone that you can fly around. I grew up with, like, remote control cars and remote control you know, everything I could get my hands on. I love playing with remote control vehicles of any kind. And so when I saw like, you know, in doing research, I saw how these little mini drones are are really good. Like the price is pretty cheap on them. And so I got one that you could fit in the palm of your hand. And, you know, I got it as a family gift, but I charged this baby and read the directions and got this thing going. Like my, my family, my in-laws and my wife were in the kitchen getting Christmas dinner ready. And my kids were with me and I'm like, guys, do you want to get out the drone and see what we can do with it? They're like, yeah, let's get out the drone. So I got everything prepped and I turned this drone on. I don't know if you guys have flown like handheld drones or mini drones or drones of any kind before, but I never have. But I've played enough video games and I'm like, I can figure this, figure this out. It's not going to be that hard. And so I started pressing the buttons, like syncing it up and like moving the joysticks around to get it to move. And I hit the takeoff button, and that baby pops up in the air, and it's just like, it sounds like a bee. Like, it's just like, whizzzzzz. Like, and it's just sitting there in the middle of our living room. And my kids looked at it like like an angel came out of heaven. They were just like, oh, my goodness, this thing is crazy. And I probably looked the same way. I probably looked like a kid in a candy store. Like, this drone is in the middle of our living room, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, now what do I do? Well, I hadn't completely calibrated it, and I hadn't completely read all the directions on how to – Uh, adjust the the balance in it so that it wouldn't like it started veering off to the left like it was moving one way and you have you have some buttons that you press to get it to even out you know well I hadn't completely read the directions because I just wanted to get this thing out and all of a sudden it starts veering to the left out the window of our living room (laughs) and I'm like oh no stop stop (laughs) stop 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 stop." and I and I go to move it where I think it's going to go right And I was turned around, and I started to move it out the window more. And it hits the bars in our window, and it all of a sudden crashes onto the roof of our garage. And I'm like, (laughs) what have I done? I do this within the first five minutes of having this drone. And my kids are just like, Daddy, what did you do? (laughs) And I'm like, I think I broke it. And so we're freaking out. And Mindy, my wife, can hear us from the kitchen, and she's like, what are you guys doing? You know, Patrick, how moms are. They can hear everything. <laughs> right. And I'm like, uh, what am I going to do? So I can't reach it because so like houses in Brazil, they have bars on the windows. Very few houses don't have bars because there's a lot of theft and a lot of things that happen. And so I can't reach this drone on the roof like it's out of my reach. And my kids don't have long enough arms. So I have to go get a broom and I have to pull this drone towards us. And long story short, I, we get the drone back, put it back together. And within 10 minutes, I fixed it, and it works fine. Uh, But that was my first experience with a drone, and it was definitely my favorite gift, but definitely one that my kids are not going to get to control anytime soon. We're going to do baby steps with that, and we're definitely going to make sure windows are closed next time. Uh, Now, we have a few more comments and questions that I want to run through before we wrap things up. Uh, Our friend, AshMichelle86 on the Discord, uh, Ashley in Scotland, she said, "Hey guys, hope you all had a great Christmas. My question is, what was something you really wanted for Christmas as a kid but never got? So let's take a few minutes, take a step back in time if you can remember can you think of a gift that you really wanted when you were a kid that you did not get?
1: I wanted a Super Nintendo. Oh yeah I never had I've never had a Super Nintendo. Um, I had the I had the Genesis, so I was a Genesis yeah. kid. Never had a Super Nintendo, and whenever I was over, uh, you know, my friend's house or my cousin's house, they had the Super Nintendo. That's the first thing I wanted to do was play play that because uh, it was the games I've I never you know never had never played. Um, you know, like when you had your you know you're going through your Nintendo Classic Challenge and you're playing your Super Nintendo games. I'm like, man, maybe I should get a Super Nintendo because I never played any of these games. You know, like the Super Mario World, um, Mario Paint. Donkey Kong Country, all those games. I never played any of them, so that's one thing that I wanted when I was a kid. Have you been
0: tempted to get the Super Nintendo Classic?
1: I have, and my brother Dave had just bought it uh, for Christmas.
2: It's so good, man!
0: You need to you need to get it for your kids, and then you can play it. Yeah,
2: you better get it. You better get it soon because pretty soon they're actually taking the NES Classic and the SNES Classic out of production. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Well, I'll take a look at it. Um, and what? My bro- what my brother did is he uh, he found a way that you can actually, you know, add games to the yep. to the yeah, Super you Nintendo can hack Classic. Them. Um yeah. so he threw on like NBA Jam on there oh, and a couple awesome. other games. Yeah, yeah sweet. So when when I heard that you can actually add games to it, I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm probably gonna have to get
3: yeah, this you
0: game are. Or this is for sure. I,
3: I will um, have to say as a kid, I honestly I cannot think of a single gift that like I really wanted. I don't really think I wanted anything. Uh, as a kid that was like this extravagant gift or anything like that. But, um, no, my, like kind of like you, you, you know, Lucas and, uh, Patrick had said like, you know, my mom did the same thing in that, uh, you know, my mom kind of busted her butt and sacrificed if she need to, to make sure we always got what we wanted, like when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, so I really, I really can't think of a gift that I was like, man, I really wanted that. And, uh, and, you know, I, I didn't get it. You know, she, they, they did a great job at, uh, you know, pretty much getting us what we wanted. And like I said, we never wanted anything like ridiculously extravagant or anything like that. Um, but no, I, I really cannot think of one. Mark, how about you? Yeah, I, th-
2: I think for me, um, it's kind of funny how this is, how this worked out. Um, so for Christmas, um, I want to think it was 97 or whatever. I wanted, um, I wanted a, a Nintendo 64 really bad. Um, And, unfortunately, I didn't get it. But that Valentine's Day, if you guys remember, I've talked about this. uh, My dad actually picked one up on sale. And so I eventually did get it, just not for Christmas.
0: Fair enough. I think the the gift that always eluded me... But I don't know that I was never a kid that was like I want this, I need this. Like every Christmas would come, and my parents would say, "Hey, make a list." Or I don't know if you guys remember those those huge J.C. Penny catalogs that were like the size of an encyclopedia back in the day. But uh, they would always my my parents would always let me look through that and circle the things I wanted. But I don't I always wanted a Power Wheel Power Wheels uh, the the I don't know the kid cars that you could drive in. Um, they always, yeah. I always wanted that, but they, I for whatever reason, I never got it. Uh, but I don't know that I ever said I really wanted it. But it was one that I secretly always thought about. Man, it'd be awesome to cruise the streets of Maple Avenue where I grew up, cruising up and down on the those power wheels. But other than that, that was that was it. Uh, like we've mentioned, my parents were very generous and and very good to me. Uh, VP Barnaby Butters. He's had this to say on the discord. He says, it seems to me that it is starting to be a tradition to be broke on Christmas, hence a little depressed because uh, I can't give. Hold on. <laughs> I can't give what I want to to my loved ones. On the other hand, I was able to fly in my parents, my brother, uh, and they're coming in for the New Year's with his family. It's a full house around here, but no snow. I got smiles and the gift of family presents this holiday. Maybe next year the material stuff will come too. I'm only sad that I can't give them more stuff. So, if you guys could go anywhere and ask for anything, where would you go and what would you get? Will you use your wish to give away something? I would take my wife to Fiji or some other beach place. Barnaby Butters, that is a fine plan to go to Fiji, take your wife to the beach. I cannot hate against that. So, guys, we're just having a little... Imagining that it's Christmas again, and we have the opportunity to go anywhere, buy anything. What would you get? Who would you give it to?
2: I would take my wife to Disney World.
0: Ooh, yes. That's a good one.
2: Because the the last time she went to Disney World, she was like five. And she had like major sensory overload and hated it. And so she wants to try it again. uh, Now that she's an adult, so... And I've only ever been to the Magic Kingdom. I haven't gotten to go in
3: any of the other parks, so I would love for us to be able to go there. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think I think generally the idea of being able to take like your family somewhere, like you as a gift, give your family like a vacation or go to a destination of some kind. I think that would be an awesome gift to be able to give that to somebody. Whether that's you know a trip out to Florida, a trip out to like Colorado or something like that. Um, I think that that would be. You know, if I if I could do anything, I would love to be able to take like at least my immediate family, and you know, pay for a vacation for them to go out and relax, enjoy themselves. Um, I think that would be really awesome. I would
1: love to head over to Hawaii. I'm seeing these uh, mm-hmm. posts on Facebook and Twitter of Molokiliki Maka, and people are just in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. And just, I'm like, oh man, they're just like warm and hanging out by the pool and enjoying Christmas, putting on you know Santa's outfits and all that stuff. I'm like, man, that sounds like it would be great to uh, have like a getaway with with the family uh, out in Hawaii. That'd be awesome. Yeah,
0: for sure. And uh, Mark, I'm with you, uh, especially for my kids' sake. I would love to, I can't wait to take my kids to Disney. I'm going to do it someday, but like like Barnaby said, if I had the opportunity right now, I would definitely take my kids to Disney World, uh, to, to Epcot, to Magic Kingdom, uh, even swing over, for sure swing over to Universal Studios also. Uh, go to Harry Potter World, go to um all those all those different places, uh the Adventure Island with also with the Marvel stuff and, and everything going on over there. Uh if it were just my wife, I would definitely like to take her to Israel, to go to the Holy Land, uh, to walk the walk the same streets that Christ walked when he was on this earth, um, to go to the different cities that Paul Visited as a missionary and started churches like I would love to go all over there and I might as well hook on Greece to that, too. I mean, if if we can do whatever we want, go wherever we go, I'd love to spend a month over there. Just go to Greece, go to go to the Holy Land, go all around there for sure. So we have we have some goals to set and uh, let's start budgeting now so that we can uh, see these happen (laughs) next year. Right. So sound like a plan for sure. (laughs)
2: It's a plan. I don't know if it's going to be
3: executed, but it's it's a plan.
0: It's a plan. All right. Well, did you guys have anything else you wanted to share about Christmas time, past, present, future?
3: I will say one last thing is a gift that I left out that I really like. um, And I think I might have showed you guys a little bit earlier, but my mom got me a ton of office supplies since I've basically got my office and stuff set up in my house. And one of the things she got me was one of those small, like, little name tags that, like, sit up on your desk. But instead of having a name on it, it just says "Every day I'm hustling." <laughs> Keeping you <laughs> inspired. Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So, uh, figured I'd yeah. throw that back in there. But that's all for me. Nice. Um,
2: yeah, I guess uh, going into our inspirational stuff. Uh, if nobody has anything else to say, uh, yeah. So we won't be. I won't be adding anything specifically to the the uh, Good Morning Guys Morning playlist this week. Um, but y'all should check that out. Uh, but I just wanted to share um, some songs that are either my favorite Christmas songs or songs I've just been really into this Christmas season. And so there's three here that I have selected. Uh, so my favorite Christmas carol, if you will, uh, is shoes. <laughs> absolutely not
0: Christmas socks right and now. sandals.
1: No. <laughs> I listen to that one.
2: That is heresy and blasphemy, and all of those things.
1: Um, They can like uh, intertwine socks with sandals in a Christmas song. That's a that's that's.
0: I'm on it, (laughs) sir. I wanna buy
2: these socks for my sandals, please.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I think we got to
0: start to something beautiful.
3: (laughs) It's gonna be like the Weird Al CD, but only for Christmas. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) yes <laughs> um but no the the three songs that i picked uh is my first the first is my favorite christmas carol is the song o come o come emmanuel um i just i just love the the arrangement of it and and the poetic nature of of a song about uh emmanuel being god with us that being christ um and a version of it i've been really digging lately is uh, the version from uh phil wickham so I recommend. I know it's past Christmas right now, but you should go check that song out. And then uh, another song. Um, there's a there's a lady by the name of Audrey Assad. Uh, she wrote a song called Winter Snow, um, and it's basically a song about the fact that Christ didn't make this huge triumphant entry into the world. He came as you know, a baby in the manger, kind of like a quiet, still falling winter snow. And so there's actually a version with her and Chris Tomlin uh, that uh, they did live uh, that you should check out. And then thirdly, uh, there is a track from uh, one of my favorite bands, Reliant K. Uh, is a band uh, that I have near, yeah, near and dear to my heart. They did uh, well. The name of the track is Handel's Messiah, uh, but it's the Hallelujah chorus basically, which is one part of Handel's Messiah. Um, but uh, it's basically a, a punk rock version of, of the Hallelujah Chorus. Um, so I would check those out, even though it's past Christmas. Uh, add them to your playlist for next year, um, and uh, we'll see you
0: on the playlist in 2019. For sure, sounds good. Um, I would say, in general, that... The Christmas season is all about sharing memories. It's not about sharing presents. It's it's about sharing memories and spending time together with your family. It sounds like all of us got to have that quality time. And um, it's so, so great that we, we get to do that, celebrating uh, the birth of Christ. Um, I think one of the, the favorite memories that I formed during this time was uh, on Christmas Eve. My wife and I just looked at uh, Christmas Eve photos from the past Uh, geez, 13 years, and we looked at just the on our OneDrive, it it gives you the pictures from that day from the past years, and it was really cool just to see uh, everywhere we went and who we were with on all the different Christmas Eves over the years. Uh, Saw our kids' first Christmases, and what it comes down to is is just spending time with family and, and sharing those memories. Make sure to send thank you notes to all the people, say thanks to all the people that Sent you gifts. I think it's really cool when you know a week or a month after Christmas, you're using some of the presents that you got, and you just send a little text, send a little photo to your your mom, your dad, your brothers, the people who got you gifts, and say, hey, thanks again, and maybe just send a picture of you using the gift that they gave you. Uh, I think I think the the spirit of Christmas is something that should be all year round and not just uh, during the holidays. So, uh, with that being said. Uh, That's all for this good morning. Remember, you can connect with us as a podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. The Good Morning Guys are at the GMG Podcast. Beyond that, we look forward to talking to you guys again next week on podcast services around the globe as we get to celebrate the new year and talk about our New Year's resolutions. Um, Alrighty then, my podcasting brothers, Pat Mark and Ronnie J. you listeners, our friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives. Live Working game until next week. Alviter Zane. One two three four.
2: Feliz
0: Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Prospero ano y felicidad. Prospero ano felicidad. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas. Ronnie, <laughs> 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 you're not gonna sing with us, buddy. <laughs> oh, I did on. not know the song. <laughs> <laughs> I know the beat of
3: the song, but all the words and stuff, man. I had I know like no Spanish at all. I would have totally put a torch right to that. Oh yeah. You guys were doing we a were great job. Out. You guys are gonna be like the next NSYNC.